0: Radio Renegade Talk Radio Using free speech to free minds It's the David Knight Show
1: Welcome on this Thursday, December 27th, 2018 I'm David Knight, your host Well, we see the uh, stock market is not disappointing anybody in terms of volatility. The people who control the levers of the economy, and that includes the Fed, profit off of volatility, folks. They make money going up. They make money going down. They don't make any money when it goes sideways. Uh, They're going to make sure that uh, at least the stock prices don't go sideways, even if the country does. We're going to be joined today by Gerald Salenti. He's going to try to make some sense uh, for us all. Out of what's happening economically. And we're going to take a look at some of the fake news and uh, make some sense out of that. We've got, it's absolutely amazing to see the fake news attacks on President Trump as he's on his way. And of course, it's a common thing for the president to not say that he's going into a war zone. They always embargo that information. So they kept that quiet until after uh, he'd been there for three hours and met with everybody. And, of course, the media was just dumping on him at that time. In the same way, as I pointed out yesterday when I hosted the Alex Jones Show, same way they were posting, uh, uh, dumping on uh, immigration uh, and border patrol, uh, ICE and border patrol, blaming them for the deaths uh, of these two kids that have died in the last couple of weeks. These are children who have, uh, their parents, quite frankly, ought to be investigated for child endangerment. I think any parent who brings their children across that dangerous crossing should be investigated rather than celebrated. And the Democrats are encouraging this kind of child endangerment. The child that came across, uh, we've now learned, since I talked about this yesterday, I said uh, uh, the child died so quickly after coming across the border that he was probably already sick when he came here. He wasn't uh, uh, killed by the Border Patrol. But that's the way the fake news reads. They're blaming ICE, blaming Border Patrol. It turns out the father refused medical treatment. Uh, he said, "No, no, he's getting better." And it was uh, they were constantly monitoring after after the first contact. They're monitoring the child, and as his condition worsened, they took him uh, under control and tried to get him to the hospital. He died on his, at the hospital or on his way to the hospital. But this is what we're seeing, and this is the way the Democrats are spinning this. You've actually got, and we're going to play the clip for you, Joe Scarborough talking about how we're killing kids at the border. No, we're not. These parents are endangering their children. It's like that poster child for Failing Time magazine where they Photoshopped that little girl, two-year-old girl, I think she was two, from Guatemala again photoshopped her to separate her from her mother. She was never in reality photosh- uh, separated from her mother until they photoshopped her away from her mother and took that child who was holding her mother's hand and crying as the mother was talking to an agent somewhere. Uh, but, you know, two-year-old children just look up at their mother and cry. Who knows what the reason was for that? But they blame that on President Trump. They photoshopped the child away from the mother have the child crying as she's looking up at Trump who they have photoshopped in the picture, looking down as if he is bullying this child. Uh, That's the way the fake news operates. And then we have the fake news of Kwanzaa. We want to talk about that. Uh, We had, uh, uh, there's a great editorial today by Ann Coulter saying, Kwanzaa, the holiday brought to you by the FBI. Folks, Kwanzaa is more of a joke than Festivus. As a matter of fact, uh, it, it's a joke that people. It's not funny, and people take it seriously. And this was part of the FBI's Co-Intel Pro, their counterintelligence program that they're running. It was really a pushback against the Black Panthers, quite frankly. And this guy uh, tortured women. He, uh, his group killed a couple of Black Panthers. I mean, this, these are the people that were celebrating. This is another tradition that we've now established in America, beginning with George W. Bush. All the presidents, including President Trump, now kowtow to Kwanzaa. Well, I'm not going to kowtow to him. We're going to expose him. Stay with us. Got a lot of uh, exposure of fake news when we come back. We'll be right back.
2: Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try Floralife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today.
3: The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com.
4: This is
0: Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Welcome on this Thursday, December 27, 2018. It has been a wild ride on Wall Street this week. Biggest uh, uh, huge drop just before Christmas. And now yesterday we had a historic thousand point uh, uh, boom day after Christmas. What is behind this? What is really going on with the economy? Gerald Salenti is going to be joining us later in the program to talk about the true state of the economy and what is likely to happen next year. But here are some of the metrics about the real economy, because when we look at the stock market, it's very easily manipulated. Uh, Part of what people are saying is behind this historic boom is a panic in the pension funds. Uh, having to uh, do a massive buy order, $64 billion buy order. It wasn't the plunge protection team. It was a last-minute push by uh, pension uh, uh, fund managers to try to move assets. But, of course, uh, the stock market is always a place where the professionals profit at the expense of the amateurs. Uh, I have learned that lesson a long time ago. Uh, It is like a gambling casino. So let's talk about some of the Real aspects of the economy outside of the stock market, which is easily manipulated and uh, is basically just a confidence game, or as it's usually put, a con game. <laughs> uh, we've had the, the strongest uh, in years in terms of holiday holiday retail sales. They said that uh, shoppers have delivered the strongest holiday sales increase for U.S. retailers in six years, according to the Wall Street Journal. And early data, they said retail sales, excluding automobiles, rose 5.1% between November and Christmas Eve from a year earlier. We've also got low gas prices, so that also looks good. So strong retail sales, the strongest that we've had in six years. We've got low gas prices, so people are traveling more for the holidays. They said the national average is down to $2.32 per gallon, Charlotte Observer was reporting on this in North Carolina. There they said that the it was uh, 2 dollars 12 cents cheaper than this time last year. And then when we look at what's going on with automobiles, because uh, this has been a sore point just before the holidays as GM started closing factories, and President Trump uh, called him on that, as he should, because GM got a lot of bailout money. Uh, they were actually called out, As to uh, the the phoniness of their taking out, this is a company that is in economic trouble. Uh, They get some bailout money, they get a loan, they also get other subsidies. So they got a couple of different bank accounts of massive piles of cash coming from the federal government. And so what they did was they took some of their money from one account and they used it to pay off their quote-unquote loans. It's kind of like the way the banks were able to pay back all of their loans, they said, we paid it back with interest. Except that the interest rate was 0%. The Fed had taken care of that. That's how they created this new bubble, made it bigger. So the banks were able to pay back those loans with a 0% interest rate. While they're charging you, of course, 15 uh, 20 25% interest on your credit cards, they're getting 0% money from the Federal Reserve. Uh, that was what was happening uh, under Obama for quite some time with the Federal Reserve when we look at General Motors, they were able to take that money and just move it from one account to the other account. And then they, this company that is supposedly in financial trouble is paying to take out ads, bragging about how responsible they've been. And all they did was an accounting trick. Now, there's other accounting tricks that are going on with General Motors. Uh, one analyst has looked at this, a uh, Breitbart article, said outsourcing the American jobs are responsible for GM's layoffs and not the tariffs. Again, we see, we see the mainstream media constantly attacking President Trump for anything that goes wrong in the economy. It's always President Trump trying to equalize tariffs. It's okay, says Wall Street Journal and the mainstream media, for China to have tariffs on our goods going into their country that are 10 times greater than what we charge on their goods coming into our country. So that 10 to 1 differential that's there, big part of the China prize, And, of course, they are allowed to grow at 10% a year. We just had the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, bragging about the fact that for the last 40 years, after they reformed from the insanity of Mao, who they still worship, and he's still trying to reenact that Mao cult of worship for himself. But he talked about how, well, you know, we had the reform of Ding, it's like, well, why did you need to have reform if Mao was such a genius? You know, what had he done? Well, he'd starved tens of millions of people with this cultural revolution and so forth. And so, yeah, they desperately needed reform. They were starving to death, quite literally. All the stuff back in the 1950s, uh, eat the food on your plate, children in China are starving. Should have said, Should have been saying to people, to the kids, eat the food on your plate. The children under communism are starving. Uh, Of course, that never changes. The children under socialism, under communism, are now starving in Venezuela. Say that to your kids uh, tonight as you're eating Christmas leftovers. Eat those leftovers. The people in Venezuela are starving because they're under socialism that Alexandria Occasional Cortex wants to bring to us. So, uh, anyway, that, that was a, a meme in the 50s when I grew up, you know, starving children in China. And it was real. I don't know how many tens of millions. You can't get accurate data on it, right? They don't bother to count the bodies, just shove them into mass graves. So they need to have reform. And the reform came in terms of help from globalists who gave them an unfair competitive advantage. So they've been allowed to grow their country at 10% a year for the last 40 years, 9.5%. We, on the other hand, our Federal Reserve goes into a panic and tanks the economy if we get above 2%, and that's what they're doing right now. Why do we have these different standards? Why is it okay for China to charge 25% taxes on goods, but it's wrong if we raise from uh, 2.5% and we say lower it to 2.5%, they said, we're not going to lower it, we'll go down to 15%. And Trump said, All right, well then I'll go to twenty five. I'll go the same price, the same rate that you're doing. If you want to come down to two and a half percent, I'll raise mine to the twenty-five percent. And they've been wringing their hands and blaming every economic toe stub on President Trump ever since, on his trade war, they you hear about this. And so as they point out, this Breitbart article, it's not the tariffs, it's General Motors and their layoff, their layoffs and the fact that they want to outsource jobs. Why? Because they can get cheap labor. As I've said before, they want to send the factories to other countries and they want to import the cheap labor into our country. That's the corporate model for profit. And so this is a new analysis from uh, the Coalition for Prosperous America. The research director there is Jeff Ferry. Uh, His analysis shows that the recent announcement by GM to lay off 14,700 workers in North America, including 3,300 American factory workers, is the end result of the corporation's outsourcing business model. His research reveals that GM is one of the, quote, most aggressive automakers in terms of outsourcing U.S. production to Mexico. He said GM's Mexico, uh, Mexican production is up by 300,000 units over the 2008 level, but U.S. vehicle production fell by 330,000 units in 2017. Oh, isn't that interesting? So Mexico goes up by about the same amount that uh, we went down. That's that giant sucking sound that Ross Perot warned us about with NAFTA, isn't it? Uh, He says, well, production in Mexico rose by 126,000 last year. Ford is now the number one producer of vehicles in the U.S. He said, uh, with the closures announced last month, it's likely that GM's U.S. production will continue to fall while Mexican production rises. If GM wasn't loading up its Mexican plants but instead shifted some of that production to U.S. facilities, is planning to close, those facilities would be running at much higher levels of utilization and would probably be profitable, but not really, because when you look at the fact that American workers working for GM make $30 an hour, but the Mexican workers earn $3 an hour, that's what's going on. They have the American taxpayer subsidize them, and then they move the jobs where they can pay people one tenth, $3 an hour instead of $30 now. Those are your corporate buddies. We all know that the outside toxins in the water
5: is a serious health issue. InfoWars is proud to sell incredible filters, but it's almost impossible to keep up with every faucet, shower, and sink in your home. That's why we're bringing you something to provide clean water for your whole house with one system. The Pro-Pure Whole House Water Filtration System is an advanced, four-stage, compact filtration system That will provide water filtration for your entire home, removing 220 plus contaminants from your water. It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro Pure Whole House Filtration System today.
7: Head to InfowarsLife.com and grab a pack of our pollen block chewable tablets.
8: The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, they can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
1: Let's take a look at some of the trends this year. We've talked about how it's been a a record year for retail. Uh, They've had uh, the biggest year for retail sales they have had for at least six years. And uh, many other positive signs. Uh, One of the most popular things that people have been buying, according to uh, several news outlets, is cannabis. Cannabis for Christmas. Pot dispensaries reporting record-high holiday sales. Uh, And when I saw this story, it reminded me of the poem, you know, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas." And what instantly came into my mind was the, the line there where it says, "'The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth. The smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. A jolly old elf. And it appears that all the milk and cookies have disappeared out of California. Uh, <laughs> not one to be found anywhere. So big sales on milk and cookies as well. And uh, folks, this, seriously though, The most important thing about what has happened with cannabis, the most important thing, it's more important than whether you like to use it or you don't like to use it. It's more important than the medical use, quite frankly, or at least as important. I mean, a lot of people uh, need it for conditions that they can't uh, get any other medication otherwise, and it's safer. And uh, so regardless of these other issues, the overriding issue, Is the fact that it has shown us how we can peacefully nullify federal overreach that violates the Constitution. And conservatives, you have to understand, this is the the 47 year war on drugs never reduced cannabis use. What it did was it gave us more dangerous forms of it, it gave us synthetic, uh, genetically modified. Versions of it, like skunk or whatever, so it, it it's made the situation worse, just as we saw with alcohol prohibition. But with alcohol prohibition, they had enough respect for the Constitution. There's Jeff; uh, he's not he's not happy about that. But <laughs> I don't know where he is now as he's reading this. Maybe he's you know he's probably like uh, John Boehner. Sessions is probably out there investing in marijuana stocks now for his retirement programs, since <laughs> he's no longer got a job at the Department of Justice. But that's it has corrupted the the department of justice. It's corrupted our law enforcement everywhere. We now have uh, not just ham sandwiches being indicted. We have automobiles and houses being charged with crimes and locked up by the police who use them, who take them, stealing the property. Essentially, this whole fiction of civil asset forfeiture is. One of the, uh, and and the uh, prison reform that we just had, I'm glad to see that happening. Uh, This this whole idea, one of the things we never did with alcohol prohibition, we never went after the end users. We went after the producers. And it was shut down largely because people said, well, I don't want to lock up my neighbor for uh, selling alcohol to people because we used to buy alcohol all the time. And alcohol is a much more dangerous drug than cannabis is when used recreationally. And alcohol doesn't have the medical uses that cannabis does. But the key thing, and this is the most important aspect, regardless of all the corruption about Boehner and these other people who pushed this thing for decades, Boehner, who just a couple of years ago said, I'm unalterably opposed to legalizing marijuana, now he is one of the big money guys putting deals together. He's gone green. And it's the, uh, the kind of cash green that he's gone. So, besides the corruption, besides the hypocrisy, besides the fact that it's never worked, besides the fact that it's a UN agenda, besides the fact that it has destroyed the Constitution, the positive thing that's come out of this is that we've seen two thirds of the states peacefully nullify federal overreach. And even when you've got somebody like Jeff Sessions who desperately thinks that this can work, if we just give it another 50 years, maybe it'll work, in spite of that, he never did a thing never did a thing, in spite of all the threats, in spite of what he really personally believed, never did a thing to try to overturn these state laws because he doesn't have the power under the Ninth and Tenth Amendment, and he doesn't want that to be brought up in the fight because then we would show that the emperor has no clothes. The emperor has no authority in this area, and that's the way you shut it down, and that's the most important thing about this. And you need to understand, all the conservatives need to understand, even if you think after 50 years that you're going to stop people from using pot by these draconian measures that have corrupted our police, that have corrupted our uh, legal system, even if you think that's going to work somehow and it's worth the price of corruption. Uh, It isn't going to work. And you need to take this, what what, uh, we've seen from rolling back, the federal prohibition of marijuana, and you need to use that to shut down federal laws that are going to be coming from the Democrats about gun control or about other things, about education. Pick a subject. The federal government has intruded itself into every aspect of our lives, and you can shut it down in all these different areas. Now, along that line, we've not only had prison reform. We just had Trump just in hemp prohibition. And let me point out again that hemp has no THC in it. It cannot get you high. There's no uh, psychoactive component to it whatsoever. Hemp was used to make cotton. Uh, it's used to make ropes. It's used for a lot of different things. And of course, uh, you can buy a lot of hemp products and uh, sell hemp products in the United States. It's just uh, you had to let the Canadians grow it because we were prohibited from doing that. So now. President Trump has just ended hemp prohibition. Again, there was absolutely no reason for hemp to be caught up in the war on drugs in the first place. It's not a drug. It doesn't have the drug THC in it, the substance THC in it. Uh, So uh, uh, Trump has just ended hemp prohibition across America, legalizing industrial hemp farming nationwide, uh, reports uh, Mike Adams at Natural News. And when we talk about things that we need to shut down, we talk about things that we need to nullify at the state level, first thing that comes to my mind is the TSA. We nearly did it in Texas a few years ago. And uh, shame on the uh, lieutenant governor with the CIA ties who pushed that back. Uh, But here's six reasons to hate the TSA when you travel this year from Reason Magazine. uh, They're going to be putting their hands on 41 million people or x-raying you or whatever it is that they want to do. Uh, here's seven times, according to reason that TSA made them shake their heads in mild belief or intense disgust. They confiscated a pink plastic dinosaur shaped hand grenade toy, bragged about it on their award-winning Instagram account. Yes. (laughs) They have caught a lot of awards, but they haven't caught any terrorists. And, uh, they took a picture of this toy that they confiscated. We're not going to have enough time. We are have to continue this one, come back because, uh, folks, you need to hear, What your government, the TSA, theatrical security agency, because it's no real security whatsoever, as they were threatening to turn Texas into a no fly zone, we now have, thanks to a lawsuit, that they ineptly posted the unredacted portion. We can see what they didn't want us to see because they put up the unredacted version first to pacer.gov, then they put up the redacted version. And at the same time that they were threatening to shut down Texas because we said, you're not going to put your hands on kids. Without a search warrant or some other reason, or on us. They said, well, we'll shut it down. And they were saying internally, there's no threat against airports or airplanes. That was 2011. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
8: For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWareStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. Our grandparents, the great-grandparents, knew that they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of my Patriot Supply, one of the top most respected companies out there, but because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sale prices back, storecom on InfoWars select storable foods. They've got special diet foods, they've got three month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you got a three year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self-sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select high-quality, storeable foods powered by my Patriot Supply. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, They can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else, like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and and, and recognizing it's being persecuted. That's all because you are the core, listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, 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 and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together. And I salute you.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Making sense, common again. This is The David Knight Show.
1: Welcome back. As I was saying, we look at the popularity of cannabis as a Christmas gift this year. Record high holiday sales. Uh, And the fact that it's been legalized in two-thirds of the state. It is a pushback against federal overreach. It shows that short of becoming slaves to the federal government or having an armed revolution, there is an intermediate way. Uh, There is, you know, an armed revolution in terms of secession. You can nullify the federal government. And even with somebody who was rabid about uh, drug prohibition, like Jeff Sessions, wanting to overturn this, he realized that he didn't have any constitutional authority for this. And he didn't want to be exposed. And so he laid off. And folks, when Texas nearly shut down the TSA here, said uh, as they stepped up their intrusions into our lives, they were not saying you can't do this legally. They understood that we could do it. We could stop these types of intrusions if we had the will to do it. Uh, So what they did was they tried to blackmail. They always, typically, it's like, well, we're going to withhold funding about this or that. If you don't put the uh, boys and girls and the showers together, then we're going to withhold the funding for your schools. We just need to say, fine, keep your money. Keep my money. Maybe I won't send my money to you. Uh, But there are other ways that we can do this. And I think that's the most important thing. Uh, We've now ended hemp prohibition. Thanks to President Trump, he signed that. But in terms of Marijuana prohibition, uh, the marijuana that has a drug, it should have never been included in the U.N. agenda. It was the U.N. that created those four schedules and put everything in the four schedules. They did it 10 years before Richard Nixon uh, put his name on the bottom of it and called it his war on drugs. It's the United Nations war on drugs. And uh, we're got, we've got other U.N. agendas that are being pushed down our throats as well. But folks, let's let's talk about some other things that we can do, and let's talk about uh, the TSA. Uh, this time of year, we all have uh, typically exposure to the TSA. Uh, Reason put together their seven uh, things that uh, they thought were unbelievable or disgusting that the TSA had done this last year. The first one I got to just before we went to break. They confiscated a pink plastic dinosaur-shaped hand grenade toy, and then bragged about it. Put it in a photos of confiscated items. On their Instagram account, as I point out, they won more awards for their Instagram account than they have caught terrorists because they haven't caught any. Uh, they said that, uh, as you can see from the picture, anybody with half a brain can see that it's not a real grenade, but it still wasn't allowed. The agency prohibits replica firearms, including toys and carry-ons, and that includes plastic dinosaurs as well. What's the point of having power? If it can't be arbitrarily applied, if it's not absolute power, it's not really any point having that, right? Let's tell them that we have some power too and that we can shut this kind of stuff down. Uh, They did that to my daughter. We adopted her from China. She was almost five years old. We knew it was going to be a very long and trying flight for us and all the people on the airplane. And so we went to a market that specialized in toys. My wife secretly bought all kinds of interesting things that she was going to dole out to her a little bit at a time because she didn't speak English. It was difficult for us to communicate anything with her, so just had to do things like that. And the TSA took every single one of those toys, and none of them looked like a dinosaur that would be a threat to the plane's safety. None of them looked like a hand grenade that would be a threat to the plane's safety. Took every single one of those toys, and so all of us uh, sat there while she screamed her lungs out, on that long flight from China, uh, number two, a secret watch list for loiterers. That's right. We heard about this. The New York Times revealed the fact uh, that they are they have a watch list for any passengers that they think are unruly, or if you do things like I do and get in their face when they uh, <laughs> when they want to search you. I'm sure I'm on that list. They haven't put me on the no fly list yet, but I'm sure I'm on their list, their watch list for unruly passengers, because I will not be ruled. By blue-gloved, pot-bellied bureaucrats, and you shouldn't be either. Shouldn't count out of this stuff. Number three, TSA agents spent five minutes searching a 96-year-old woman in a wheelchair. That all happened this year. Uh, What do you think she's going to do? Set off a shoe bomb? uh, Said the uh, uh, the daughter of the 96-year-old woman, and uh, they were very polite, but they just went all over this 96-year-old woman in the wheelchair uh, for. Uh, Five minutes. Number four, air marshals. And I'm sure the lady who objected that, she's now on the list of unruly passengers for questioning why they would manhandle her 96-year-old mother in a wheelchair for five minutes. Uh, Number four, air marshals secretly followed an artsy Virginia mom on flights to make sure that she wasn't going to destroy America. Uh, They said they tracked Taylor Usry a social media manager who had traveled to Turkey to take some art courses. They followed her when she flew to Florida in July. They tracked everything she did, and they even boarded the flight with her. She was one of 5,000 passengers who were tracked by the TSA's Quiet Skies. Shh, don't tell anybody. We've got a secret program here. And don't tell anybody that our internal memos in 2011 were threatening to turn Texas into a no-fly zone and said there are currently no threats to any airports or airplanes. Yeah, shh, don't tell anybody that. Uh, Number five, the TSA confiscated bullet-shaped ice cubes. In October, the agency posted another one of the photos on their award-winning Instagram account of some bullet-shaped whiskey stones that they'd confiscated at an airport in Idaho. Whiskey stones are used to chill drinks. So in other words, you know, it's one of these things where you've got to... It can be shaped like anything. Uh, It could be a ball or it could be shaped like a bullet and you've got some... uh, a liquid, you know, water, or whatever, that you can freeze inside, and then as that melts, it doesn't dilute your drink. Uh, But uh, these were shaped like a bullet, and so they confiscated them. Uh, Don't worry about the fact that there aren't any guns that shoot whiskey stones. (laughs) Crucially, they're not bullets, which the TSA bans from carry-on luggage, but I happen to know somebody who, I will not say who, because I don't want to get them on the list of unruly passengers. I happen to know somebody who actually... Uh, did a flight with bullets in uh, his or her pockets. I won't even say which sex. Uh, did a flight and discovered, much to their chagrin, that, uh, oh, I forgot to take these out of my pocket. And the TSA forgot to found, find them. That's how effective they are. That's why I say it's the theatrical security agency. It's all security theater. <laughs> There's Alex. Yeah. yeah, don't forget. Don't yeah, If you've got a, a gun, don't forget to leave that behind as well. Uh, In the post, the agency also noted that the empty shell casings are fine as long as the projectile is no longer intact and the primer has been removed or discharged. Oh, well, then that should have covered the whiskey stones, right? Because I didn't have a primer. (laughs) And it just goes on and on. They have a TSA puts a squeeze on a working mom. So they had um, uh, six of these things. I have a seventh one. The headline article of Breitbart: TSA: moving away from pointy ear airport dogs that scare children. See, that's the seventh reason why you shouldn't like the TSA, because they make even dogs look bad. put <laughs> uh, dogs, they get dogs that scare children. Uh, this, is, uh, this is your government at work, and folks, this, the government acts this way because you let them. Because you let them. The same way that, as I was saying uh, yesterday, all the talk uh, from LeBron James about how he is a multi-million dollar slave of billionaire owners and so forth. All that nonsense. Right? But, you know, you are the real slaves. You and I. We're the ones who get put into bondage for stadiums for these billionaires. doesn't matter if it's an NFL stadium. I'm I'm California, they're building a four billion dollar stadium. They remodel these things and uh, fix them up more than more. Pay more attention to that than we do to our nuclear reactors that are decaying and getting very dangerous. No, we got to fix up those stadiums. And you guys out there in America say, "Oh, this is great. We are our team is doing great in the playoffs or whatever. We did this and we did that." No, no, no. It's the billionaires and the millionaires that did it, and you're the suckers paying for their business.
9: This incredible formula can help your body in many ways, including supporting heart health, joint health, and cognitive health, aiding and regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our ultimate fish oil or used separately, It's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil. Now available at InfoWarsStore.com.
10: Stress is a natural part of life.
8: For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support Infowars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at Infowarsstore.com, you are literally not just supporting Infowars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future. And your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWareStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt, every order gets free shipping, every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance, and that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight but to expand we're on the march the empire's on the run i salute you all now please take action at enforce. the
3: internet's home for motown soul and great rock and roll skypilotradio.com
0: this is renegade talk radio renegade talk radio you're listening to the david knight show
1: Welcome back, you know, Breitbart had a uh, notable, uh, seven notable Twitter bands in 2018, blacklisted. Uh, I remember, it seems like there was a a fashion guy, wasn't it Blackwell's List or something? I don't know, when I was a kid, uh, the best dressed or the worst dressed every year, they would have uh, some fashion designer, I'm sure he's uh, dead by now, Uh, He's fairly old when I was a kid. It's like Blackwell's list or something like that. So now we got the people who've been censored by our corporate masters over there. And of course, number one on the list was InfoWars and Alex Jones. And as they pointed out on Breitbart, InfoWars and founder Alex Jones are blacklisted from almost every single online platform and service this year, including Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, Discus, and PayPal. Now this article is focusing on people who have been banned on Twitter. Now, most of these people have not been banned on every single platform within a 12-hour period. Uh, that should tell you something about how dangerous we are. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, truth is very dangerous to the establishment. And, of course, uh, since, they're, since they're focusing on Twitter, they say, Well, Twitter banned Infowars and Jones after Jones filmed himself confronting and insulting a CNN reporter for lobbying platforms to ban Infowars and Twitter. Released a statement about that. Okay, so... If you have other reporters who say, you need to ban the free speech of other press organizations, other people that I don't agree with, that I compete with in the marketplace, but, you know, I disagree with them politically as well. Let's say maybe it's not just about the fact that they're failing economically, but also the fact that uh, they've, they've got their politics, which really matter to them more than their profits do. Uh, they matter to us more than our profits do, our politics and our free speech and what we Say about things. So I'll I'll give them that. I'll say, okay, CNN cares more about their political agenda than they do having viewers or ratings or anything like that. But they want to win by silencing other people. This is, of course, a strategy that we've seen over and over again. And so if you have the audacity, as Alex Jones did, to confront Oliver Darcy, who's constantly hectoring people at, at that point, Twitter was the only major platform that had not banned Alex Jones. And so he's hectoring Twitter to get uh, Oliver Darcy from CNN is uh, hectoring them, saying, you know, why aren't you banning him? See, he did this, he did this, he did that. It's like, why don't you write something, Oliver? Why don't you tell people something? Why don't you do some reporting rather than being just a CNN censor? He has nothing to say. He is like, These Marxists who showed up at the protest at Planned Parenthood here, holding up signs, talking about how abortion is black genocide, and the Marxist protesters show up with their black signs to cover our signs. They had nothing to say. They had no argument. Oliver Darcy has nothing to say. He has no argument. He simply wants to shut down people that he can't defeat in the free marketplace of ideas, because he has no ideas. He's an authoritarian Marxist. And so when Alex Jones confronted him, Twitter said, you're bullying, and they shut him down. That was the excuse that they were waiting for. Uh, Jack Dorsey was not evidently on the conference call with all the Silicon Valley people as they were conspiring to do this. And if you don't think it's a conspiracy, look at the fact that it was done in a 12-hour period. Or look at the fact that you had even people later on on YouTube who were applauding, this is a... A, a group of uh, liberal millennials who were saying, yeah, it's good. I'm glad they got rid of Alex Jones. I don't like Alex Jones. They're within their right to do this and so forth. And because they were saying Alex Jones, Alex Jones, Alex Jones, YouTube shut them down in the middle of a live broadcast. Uh, just like they shut me down in the middle of a live broadcast, except that they never gave me an answer and they never reinstated me. Uh, to them, they apologized. Said, oh, sorry, it was a mistake. As they were shut down, they continued to record it themselves, and they posted it up on Twitter, and they said, oh, I guess maybe there is a conspiracy to silence everything about it. This is maybe kind of crazy because now they're shutting us down, even though we were uh, licking their boots, licking the boots of the censors, and they still shut us down. And so who are some of the other people that they shut down this year? As I point out, uh, Alex uh, had about 900,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, they shut down, of course, Gavin McInnes, as I point out. Uh, Breitbart's tech senior reporter, Alam Bokhari, said at the time a Twitter spokeswoman said the accounts had been banned for violating Twitter's policies on violent extremist groups. Yet both the Proud Boys and McGinnis advocate mainstream conservative and libertarian positions. Doesn't matter. quarter of a million followers, they just shut them down. Laura Loomer uh, talks about the fact that the congresswoman-elect Ilhan Omar supports Sharia law implying female genital mutilation, so they shut her down. Yet they leave up Louis Farrakhan, who has real anti-Semitic views. Uh, he's, he's no problem. Uh, then um, you've got other people. You've got Jesse Kelly. You've got Tommy Robinson. You've got Owen Benjamin. He's a libertarian comedian. He had over 120,000 followers. He was banned from Twitter in April. Uh, you've got Sabo, the street artist in California. He was shut down. Uh, This is censorship, folks. This is the blacklist for 2018. But, of course, we could add a lot more people. That's just seven people. You understand that two months after they deplatformed Infowars, they came after 800 sites. This was all done before the election. There was a hit list that was provided to social media companies by the Democrat Party. They got that hit list. From Indiana University, Uh, they have an algorithm. Oh, well, bow down and worship. You know, this is an algorithm. And so they just uh, say, well, let's put in some certain factors that we're going to screen for, like political view or whatever, and we're going to say these people are Russian bots. And so they have um, a program. They identified over 10,000 accounts that they're Russian bots, uh, sent that to their patrons at the Democrat Party. The patrons passed it along to social media. They just shut them down. And so we got another 90,000 coming up. Wait for that. But they shut down 800 sites. Uh, Two months later, another massive purge after they took down InfoWars this year. You have to ask yourself, uh, what is it going to take for us to stand up for our human rights? What is it going to take for the government to protect our human rights from corporations that would steal them? My right of free speech, your right of free speech. Your right to be able to see and hear what you want to see and hear. Your are right to be able to comment on what you see and hear, to speak. Oh, but you shall see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And we said, that's fine. It's corporations. They can do whatever they want. The corporations are the beard for the government censorship. The government created these corporations. The government helped to establish them, put them in place to be the uh, owners Of uh, the internet. And they are no more allowed to take my human rights or my. uh, The rights are my property. And if a corporation would come along and just. uh, If Apple was to come along and steal my car, would that be okay for Tim Cook to steal my car because uh, he's a big corporation? No. And the Supreme Court has said it's a public square. And if it's a public square, even if it's privately owned, the Supreme Court said in 1946. You cannot censor free speech there. Jack Dorsey has said over and over again, his business model is a public square. Twitter is a public square. I don't care if it's privately owned. He can't steal my free speech out of the public square. Even if it's privately owned and the government helped him to take over the private square, he still can't do that. And uh, then we have uh, news of a new documentary coming out, No Safe Spaces. we got Dennis Quaid who is going to be Actually, he's got a, a band. He's got a song that's going to be a part of it. But they're also going to have uh, Tim Allen, uh, Cornell West, Van Jones, Alan Dershowitz, Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, many others on this upcoming documentary "No Safe Spaces," uh, talking about how censorship is going to be hitting everybody. And when they took down those eight hundred uh, different platforms, uh, they didn't get just conservatives, just Trump supporters. They got libertarians. They got people on the left who criticized war because those are the people who are really behind the censorship. It's NATO, the Atlantic Council, the Integrity uh, Initiative, and so forth. These are the people who are really behind the censorship. The corporations are simply their front men, uh, just like they do with the debates for third parties. They use the media to keep the third party candidates and the independent candidates out of the debate and say, well, it's privately run. We can't do anything about it. We're not shutting down free speech. Oh, yes, they are. So, folks, if you want to support us at InfoWarsStore.com, we still have our sale up. It's our end-of-the-year inventory clearance. We're trying to get inventory out because there's a big inventory tax here in Texas, so we're trying to clear inventory out at the store. We've got up to 75% off. uh, Free shipping store wide. We have double Patriot points. All of the 24-hour specials are back. We've got uh, many... Products like Brain Force Plus, uh, Ultimate Bone Broth, Super Male, Female Vitality, Silver Bullet are all natural. Knockout, Sleep Aid. These products are fifty to sixty percent. Some of them seventy five percent off. Free shipping, a free T-shirt with every order, and double Patriot points at InfowarsStore.com. That's how you can fight back. One of the ways that you can fight back. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
12: You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com.
13: As the years go by, it gets harder and harder to keep up with your body's nutritional needs. With changes in diet, unnatural ingredients, and stress, you may not be able to get all the necessary nutrients, amino acids, vitamins, and minerals needed daily. That's why InfoWars Life created the powerful Vitamin Mineral Fusion Formula, the new platinum standard of advanced multivitamin formulation. Vitamin Mineral Fusion uses a unique delivery system to maximize the effects and give your body the tools it needs to support your body.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Analyzing the globalist's next move. It's The David Knight Show.
1: Welcome back. We're going to talk about fake news attacks on President Trump, uh, visiting the troops, uh, the fake spin on the death of the migrant boy at the border, and we're also going to talk about the fake holiday Kwanzaa. All that's coming up in the next uh, part of the program. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to be joined by Gerald Salenti. He's going to talk to us about the stock market, the big fake economic metric that's out there, as Gerald has pointed out. Not only has the stock market been Pumped up with these artificially low interest rates from the Federal Reserve for a while, creating bubbles there, creating bubbles in the housing market. But also, uh, the tax plan that we've had has allowed them to buy back their stock. That's been a big part of this bubble. So, uh, what's going to be coming up in the new year? What's going to be happening as we see massive swings this week already? Uh, You know, we've had, um, I haven't looked to see what the stock market is doing yet today, but, uh, you know, Monday we had a massive decline. Tuesday's Christmas, Wednesday, a thousand-point jump, historic jump, the most uh, points that the stock market has gone up in a single day. Uh, but I want to take a quick look at some Second Amendment news here. Coming out of Washington State, Marysville, the plan was to steal tools, but then the customers drew their guns. So you had a couple of guys, 22- uh, and 23-year-old uh, guys, they go into a small a uh, farming store, Coastal Farm and Ranch Store, Marysville, uh, this last Saturday afternoon. They stole four nail guns, each worth over $400. That's $1,600 worth of stuff. And they walked out of the store and got into their Honda Civic. And then, click, click, they're surrounded by six customers pointing guns at them. <laughs> um, and uh, one customer was standing in front of the car yelling at the alleged thieves to get out. Uh, one of the suspects said, he won't shoot, run him over. And the guy did. Uh, He wound up on the hood of the car, uh, and uh, he didn't get hurt, evidently. Another customer then shot at the driver's side front tire. A third fired twice at the rear tire. Someone shot at the car one more time as it left the parking lot. They didn't get too far. Uh, An employee saw the car leaving, drove after the thief suspects. He saw one of the men lean out of the passenger window, hold up what looked like a gun. Maybe it was just a nail gun because they didn't find any guns. But anyway, maybe it's one of the nail guns they (laughs) stole. No, uh, it was probably still in the box. The employee stopped chasing the men after what he thought was a gun being held out and went back to the store because he didn't have a weapon. There were six customers who did, though, and they took this guy on. Uh, The Marysville police uh, found the thief suspect's car unoccupied about three blocks away. It had two flat tires and the stolen tools inside. Both men were apprehended after a search. They denied having a gun or seeing the employee follow them. Police found no firearms near uh, in the car. Now, when we look at what these people did, a couple of instructions here, folks. When we talk about the Wild West, there was an excellent book done in terms of research and uh, something about uh, gunfighters and uh, cattle rustlers or something in the Wild West. I can't remember the exact title. But what they found was, that, yes, there were occasional shootouts that would happen, like the OK Corral or something, or you'd have a couple of gunfighters uh, shooting each other in the street. But typically, there was very, very few uh, uh, exchanges of firearms because everybody was armed. Other than somebody like Billy the Kid, who's just itching for a fight, nobody typically pulled their guns on people. You had very, very low crime. You had very, very low, uh, there we go, there's... (laughs) (laughs) That's probably uh, uh, Kurt Russell. He named his son Wyatt. He likes Wyatt Earp. Anyway, uh, but there was very, very low crime. You didn't have mass shootings at all because everybody was armed. And you had this type of thing. And if there was a big crime, the sheriff, who didn't have a lot of uh, professional people writing tickets and harassing uh, the populace with armed government workers he would get the posse the power the power of the community posse comitatus and they would go get the person with the want and cry but nevertheless when we look at this as restrained as these guys were far better trained than the police would be the police uh, chief there said well we're going to have to talk to these people we're going to so as bring we prepare
8: to close out 2018 just remember this life is a test and those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty, that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians, who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, and, and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together. and I- The
3: Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade
0: Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
1: Welcome back. We're going to talk about the... Mainstream media's fake news attacks on President Trump, on uh, Border Patrol and ICE, and how they have panicked ICE, actually, is going to make things a lot worse for people at the border. Uh, But I just want to finish up with what I was talking about at the top of the hour. Out of Washington State, the Marysville police there uh, are now looking for the people who came forward to stop some thieves who went into a local hardware store there, uh, stole $1,600 worth of tools. And they got four nail guns, each of them $400 a piece, just walked out. They get in their car and they're surrounded with six customers who have their guns drawn. Now they acted very responsibly. Uh, one guy got in front of them and, uh, with a gun drawn, they said, just run him down. He won't shoot. And they tried to run him down, uh, hit him with a car. The other guys all shot at the tires, shot their tires out. They eventually covered the, recovered the car, recovered the tools and they eventually recovered the crooks and now the police are looking for the good samaritans who by the way i want to point to, i want to pick this up again because i want to point out these six-armed customers acted far more responsibly than our trained police typically do the trained police would have killed everybody these guys were shooting at the tires to stop them they acted in a very restrained way. And nevertheless, you have this police commander there in the small town in Washington state uh, said, well, it's not clear if the other people involved fired their guns lawfully. They left before we got there. Uh-huh. Yeah, they know what this police force is about. Anytime you're firing a weapon in a public place, especially a few days before Christmas, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the Second Amendment and your right to defend yourself is severely curtailed around Christmas time when there's shoplifting going on. Uh, especially around Christmas in a crowd parking lot, it's a grave concern. Well, this guy is a police commander. He is not a sheriff, so he's not elected by the people. He is appointed by the bureaucrats. He answers to them, not to the people. Uh, but uh, considering the way that the community came together uh, to uh, stand up for this local store owner who was being robbed, I think the sheriff ought to back off. And go after some real criminals. Let's talk a little bit about the fake news here. Uh, The media has falsely linked the migrant boy's death to Trump and to the shutdown reports. New American. I talked about this yesterday on the Alex Jones show as I was guest hosting. Um, The way that this is being reported. They make it sound like Border Patrol and ICE are the ones who are responsible for this boy's death. And, of course, by extension, President Trump. And yet, uh, grab video clip number five, Uh, and and yet, uh, because I want you to hear what Joe Scarborough had to say. Oh, we're killing kids at the border with our policy. As a matter of policy. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, it's people like Joe Scarborough and the Democrats who are killing the kids. Uh, They are encouraging the irresponsible parents to endanger their children. As I was saying earlier, you know this, this child that they photoshopped away from the mother, said, look at the child separation. She became the poster child. They photoshopped this little two-year-old away from the mother, put her on the cover of Time magazine, looking at President Trump, who they'd also photoshopped out of a different photograph, crying as if he's bullying her and so forth. The father of that little girl, the husband of the mother who endangered her, was saying, I wouldn't make that journey. It's too dangerous. My wife took my child away. That's where the separation came in. And that's where the child endangerment happened. When the mother took the child and took $6,000 from the father in Guatemala and said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to cross the border. And we're going to give this money to some uh, smugglers who are going to smuggle us across. That's reckless child endangerment. She should have been separated from her daughter uh, for child. They do far less. Uh, have far less of a reason to separate children from American parents who are never, never given due process. Nobody ever talks about that. Never hear them wringing their hands about child separation with all the massive abuse of CPS. I've had people on over and over again all across this country where the federal government has come in, taken children on the accusation of a nosy neighbor or somebody that doesn't like them. They never give them due process. They take the kids away. The kids are put into a, many times an abusive situation. But it's abusive to take children out of a loving home because you've got some nosy neighbor complaining to CPS or because you've got a teacher that doesn't like them or because uh, they don't want to uh, send their kids to public school. Whatever reason, no abuse involved, and they take the kids away. And that's happening to American parents, and the media doesn't care about that at all. It's been happening a long time. And they cry crocodile tears over this type of situation. This kid was sick before he came in. Here's what Joe Scarborough had to say about killing kids at the border.
3: You know, as we approach 2019, those of us who remain eternally optimistic about this great republic of ours have reason to be concerned. Little children continue to die in the custody of the U.S. government and CPS. Oh, he
1: does not talk about CPS. Our government. That's your government government and
3: my government that's allowing little children to die while they're being incarcerated because of a policy that's supposed to discourage people from coming. And thousands of of, of children still remain incarcerated. And still this holiday season, this Christmas season, they're still separated from their parents. What would Jesus do? That's Well, that's where Jesus would be. That would be the issue if you read the New Testament, if you read the Gospels. That's exactly what Jesus would be concerned about. And what evangelicals who support this president and who claim to have influence over this president should be focused on in moving his policy. Let the little children come, not even close.
1: Okay, yeah. There's Joe Scarborough, of all people, lecturing us on Jesus. What would Jesus do about an intern in his office found dead? Did that ever happen to Jesus? I don't think that happened to Jesus. I don't think he ever had any situations like that. Uh, (laughs) Joe Scarborough wants to lecture evangelicals about this. He's as bad as occasional cortex. Oh, it's the refugee uh, baby Jesuses coming across the border here. Yeah, okay. Uh, Leftist media is pumping out... Fake news stories left and right about this. Let's, uh, you just heard Joe Scarborough. Let me give you some of the headlines put out by our uh, our venerated media, like the Washington Post. Here's their headline. Migrant boy dies in U.S. custody. Trump vows shutdown and will last until the border wall is funded. See, Linking President Trump to the murder of this child. Well, you know what? This child wouldn't have died in U.S. custody if we'd had a border wall. Uh, anyway, um, then the Post goes on to say this. The most recent death highlighted the stalemate over President Trump's wall. What? It doesn't have anything to do with that. That, Trump's wall, or lack of a wall, uh, didn't kill this boy. This boy came in sick, endangered by his father. Uh, The New York Times headline, Eight-Year-Old Migrant Child from Guatemala Dies in U.S. Custody. See, it's Border Patrol that killed him, or ICE. And then the New York Times said... uh, An eight-year-old boy from Guatemala died in the U.S. custody early Christmas Day. The second death of a child in detention at the southwest border in less than three weeks, raising questions about the ability of federal agents running the crowded migrant border facilities to care for those who fall ill. Uh, Why are the migrant border facilities overflowing? It's because of people like Joe Scarborough and the New York Times. Send them all in. Send us all of the children. We will... Uh, Give them medical care. We will educate them. You know, the sad fact of the matter is is that um, if they want to criticize medical care, this child got wait till they see the education this kid gets in the United States. They're going to come out social justice warriors. Uh, Anyway, the Associated Press, uh, U.S. Customs and Border ordered medical checks on every child in its custody Tuesday after an 8-year-old boy from Guatemala died, marking the second death of an immigrant child in the agency's care this month. So... Is it parental neglect? Yes, it is. I said it yesterday, even before this came out. Daily Caller said we have now seen the timeline released and the father, I'll have more details on this on the other side of the break, the father declined medical treatment. He's got a sick child. He takes him on this dangerous journey. Then he declines treatment Uh, and they had to take the child away to give him treatment. But it was too late at that point. The globalists
8: are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, They can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two Groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all, and thank you. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity, coming back from the dead and and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians, who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and and, and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together. And I salute you. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWareStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance, and that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. Do you realize that when you spread the links from InfoWars.com, when you spread the videos, you are changing the world? It's you that has defeated Hillary and the globalists. It is you. The info warriors across the planet that stood against the bullying, that stood against the peer pressure, that stood against the threats that have now changed the world. And that's why you've been on the team supporting us, praying for us, and spreading the word. You are the info war. And now, because of their intensifying censorship, it's more important than ever that everyone go to infowars.com forward slash newsletter and sign up via email so there's no way the censors can get between us with critical videos, articles breaking news intel you name it and so now i ask you more than ever to share the infowars.com articles to share the videos to tell people about the local stations you're listening to the bare minimum you can do is sign up for the free newsletter at infowars.com forward slash newsletter we are the renaissance and we are winning
0: you're listening to the david knight show
5: Greetings of people
0: in trouble. Reflections of my life. Oh, how they fill my eyes.
1: Welcome back. We've been lectured by occasional cortex, and now Joe Scarborough about how uh, Jesus would open up the borders for everybody. You know, kind of like the Pope does at the Vatican, you know, as he lectures everybody about this. No, the Pope is there for his uh, globalist agenda. Climate change, population control, mass migration. He doesn't care about the children. These people don't care about the children either. They don't care about real child abuse that's being conducted by our government against American citizens. CPS. They don't care about that. They don't care about those kinds of separations. And they virtue signal about this one child. Yes, it's a tragedy. Who's responsible for it? Is it the Border Patrol? Is it ICE? They tried to do everything they could to treat this child. The father declined medical treatment for the sick child before he died. It was the father who was endangering this child. You know, CPS is always separating children from parents and in many cases not giving them due process before they take the children. In virtually all of those cases, there's not even any accusations about imminent danger or violence when they do these separations. They just deny due process. And then they put the children in many cases, places where they are physically or sexually abused, but you hear nothing from Joe Scarborough about that because that doesn't fit with his political agenda of open borders, just like you don't hear anything about the Pope when it comes to doing something about the pedophiles. You know, he came out at Christmas, the closest he's come to condemning this is like, well, you know, you people need to do some soul searching and turn yourself in because he's not going to grab anybody and turn them over to the authorities. He appeals to their conscience. Their consciences have been seared with a hot iron, just like his. When he became Pope, he said, "Ah, I don't think that's that big a deal. It's probably only about 2%. That would have been about 8,000. Did he do anything about that at all? No. Did he know about it? Yes, he did. And, of course, just like the U.S. government, he comes after the whistleblowers within his institution that tried to expose that. The good people inside the institution are purged out, just like we see in the federal government, the CIA, the FBI, and other places. They kick the good people out. They throw them in prison. Uh, But anyway, going back to this Guatemalan father. Uh, Who is really responsible for this, Joe Scarborough? Well, you might want to take a look at the report and the timeline of what happened. The father of the Guatemalan child, reports Daily Caller, who died Christmas Eve, denied further medical treatment from U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents after the child vomited following an an initial examination from doctors. Uh, Government officials provided further details, including the startling disclosure of the father's behavior regarding the timeline of the child's deteriorating condition. I mean, he clearly doesn't care about the child. He endangered him by bringing him across the border. And he was sick. I mean, it's endangerment to start with, but this is a sick child in addition to that. Following the child's first discharge from the hospital, both he and the father were put into a temporary holding facility where agents were aware of the child's illness and provided the child with medication. A few hours after the father and boy entered the facility, the child complained of being nauseous and later vomited. It was at this point that the father declined further medical treatment for his son and told officials that he had been feeling better. An official said during a subsequent welfare check agents of the facility noted the child's condition and transported him to the hospital. The child later lost consciousness during transit and was eventually declared dead just before midnight. But of course, as the mainstream media reports it, Washington Post and all these people that we bow down and worship as being authoritative media, right? I said, well, this most recent death highlighted the stalemate over President Trump's budget ba- uh, battle. So if he hadn't shut down the government, evidently, this child wouldn't have died. Let me tell you the truth is. The truth is, is that if we had a wall, there would not be an incentive for parents to endanger their children like this. And they wouldn't be able to come in. And they wouldn't be able to expose our children to diseases that are being brought in. You know, people, they want to talk about Ellis Island, the immigrant experience there and everything. The immigrant experience in Ellis Island was one of quarantine. They would set people aside to live and evaluate them to make sure they weren't bringing disease into the country. And the quarantine periods could last for quite some time. That was the Ellis Island experience. But they screamed bloody murder. An appeal to what would Jesus do, like Joe Scarborough just did, if we uh, do that, if we offer people treatment. Oh, not, not good enough. Not good enough. You know, what about the sickness that they're bringing into our country, to our children, to us? It was uh, in San Diego that they had a massive outbreak of hepatitis. It wasn't widely reported by the mainstream media. Don't want to talk about that. They were washing the streets down with bleach every night. Because they can't control who's coming across the border. Can't know. If people are sick. Oh, that would be racist if we uh, check these people for diseases they're coming in. The Washington Examiner points out uh, another commentator. Uh, this is uh, CNN's John Avalon. Uh, doing his best impressions, says the Washington Examiner, of an anchorman. CNN's John Avalon declared on air Wednesday that, quote, certainly the status quo is not working. we got two dead children on the U.S. government's hands. It's a terrible thing for our country. Really? Are they on our government's hands? Are they on the hands of the parents who endangered them, who put them on that journey that uh, uh, if we really had uh, CPS involved, they would be looking at these people and taking the children away from them for bringing them in the country over that dangerous journey. Uh, That's what they would do if they were Americans. They would take them away immediately. But who are they really endangering? Uh, As they pointed out, uh, you really ought to ask the Democrats how they intend to prevent more Guatemalan migrant deaths. Oh, but they are the ones encouraging them to come across to make that dangerous journey. Uh, Luis Gutierrez, a Democrat of Illinois, said last week he believed every single person who shows up at the border should be permitted legal entry into the country. No questions asked. No health tests. This is precisely the sort of thing that causes people to die as they're crossing the border. But now ICE is freaking out. They dumped hundreds of migrants uh, around Christmas time. They dropped off 100 migrants in downtown El Paso on Christmas Day. Over the weekend, 200 migrants are dropped off by ICE at a nearby bus station. An additional 500 migrants are expected to be dropped by ICE this week. So they have overcapacity. There's too many people, they can't handle them. And they're now getting criticized for how they are handling the situation. Uh, Here's a clip of them talking about their policy changes. Let's play uh, video clip number one.
2: Less than 24 hours after the death of an eight-year-old Guatemalan boy, the second migrant child to die in U.S. Border Patrol custody, the agency announced it is developing policy changes. Officials say the eight year old Guatemalan boy and his father were in custody on Christmas Eve when an agent noticed the child showing signs of sickness. The boy was then taken to the hospital where he was diagnosed right, we'll with run a We're running out of time. I want to give you some
1: statistics before we run out of time. So let's cut the uh, clip there. Again, they dropped off 100, then 200, now another 500 is supposed to be dropped off today. They're trying to comply with judges and their court decisions. Let's put this in perspective, folks. In fiscal 2018, border agents collared 396,000 illegals who tried to cross the border illegally. In 2017, that was 303,000. It's gone up 33%, from 300,000 to 400,000 in one year, under President Trump. Uh, This is the real uh, tragedy that's happening here. Tragedy for all of us. They're going to be on the welfare rolls. You're going to have to pay for them at the expense of your American dream, your home. The globalists know
8: For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future. And your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at Infowarestore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance. And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity, coming back from the dead and and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty, that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows, who studies this, that it's Christians, real Christians, who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and and, and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker, and I am... So honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together and I salute you. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, they can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else, like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., Infowars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
1: had, I guess it was, uh, people were calling it the Mnuchin Massacre, uh, blaming uh, Steve Mnuchin for the panic that appeared to happen on uh, Monday before Christmas, then market is closed for Christmas, and then yesterday. We had a massive historic rise. We had the highest single-day point increase ever, a 1,000 points up. It's the highest percentage raise in nearly a decade. So things are going back and forth. Let's get Gerald Salenti on. Uh, To make some sense out of this and to talk about where this is all headed, of course, Gerald Salenti, uh, you can find him at uh, trendsresearch.com. That's where you can subscribe to uh, Trends Journal. I think you can get a free sample of it uh, there. Uh, That's uh, the uh, monthly journal report that uh, Gerald puts out talking about geopolitical and economic trends. You can also find him on Twitter at Gerald Salenti. Joining us now is Gerald Salenti. Thank you for joining us, Gerald.
14: Oh, it's always great being on with you. Thank you, and thank you for all that InfoWars does to enlighten people and give them real news at a time when all this junk news is coming out.
1: Well, I tell you what, we have – thank you, and, and thank you for coming on. I, we, we've had uh, – I don't know, what what kind of a junk market is this? I mean, <laughs> it's just going all over the place. Is this algorithms that are, that are trading? Uh, we've, I've seen some reports of people saying this is the uh, – Uh, Wells Fargo is saying uh, it was a giant rebalancing for the pension uh, funds out of bonds and into stocks, a $64 billion buy order uh, that all hit at once, but also the algorithms all being triggered on this. I mean, what what is going on with the stock market?
14: Well, you know, I mean, we called the economic 9-11 on September 19th in the trend alert we sent to all our subscribers. And this is two days before the S&P reached its peak. It's all about interest rates. And we've been saying that now for the better part of the yeah. year.
12: Mm-hmm.
14: All this talk about trade wars is nonsense. It's just mainstream media BS. Because here are the facts, David. All of Trump's tariffs, and I've said this on your show before, yes, have amounted to the grand total of 0.7% negative on China's total GDP. No effect mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. What's go- it can't. It's monetary methadone that has boosted the market since the panic of 08. And I make it very clear, I would have thought we've gone into a depression by 2012. I didn't know anything about zero interest rate policy. I didn't know about quantitative easing or negative interest rate policy as they still have in Japan and Europe. So now with the Fed bringing rates up, the markets can't take it and neither can the real estate market. Look what's going on in the United States. You're yeah. seeing sales going down, particularly on the West Coast, places like Seattle, San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, Las Vegas, Denver. You're seeing more and more homes go onto the market. They used to say there was a, a lack of supply. Well, that's building again now. You're looking at new mortgage applications, you're looking at refinancing, way down. They can't take a lousy 5%. 30-year mortgage because people aren't making any money. So the only thing that's going to keep this up, and we've been saying it, is if the Fed either does not raise interest rates again in 2019, and or they begin to lower them.
1: Yeah, we've seen, uh, just yesterday I was talking about uh, the homeless people in LA, people who are working uh, very successful shows there out of Los Angeles, having to live in their homes. And that's jumped from a couple of years ago from 600 people living out of their cars or their vans up to over 15,700 people in L.A. alone. I mean, you talk about a housing crunch. I mean, you know, they're going to uh, be uh, having a, a vehicle crunch pretty soon because they're not going to even be able to afford to live out of their, their cars when we look at this. But it, it, you've been saying this consistently, that it's about the interest rates. Uh, I said yesterday when they were hammering President Trump for uh, the uh, the Christmas Eve call they took from that uh, uh, that young kid, and he said, uh, I don't know, you still believe in uh, Santa Claus? At your age, it's kind of marginal. I would say after what we've seen 10 years ago, does anybody still believe in the Fed and quantitative easing? Because after that experience, I think it's kind of marginal, don't you?
14: The Fed is a criminal organization. Yeah. They have no right being here. It's, and that's the dirty word that they use, You, the Fed. As you well know, they're as Fed as Federal Express. That's right. They're private bankers that have taken over the country. Again, you know, this is the Christmas season. You know, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, the only time he gets violent is when he picks up a whip to drive the money changers out of the temple. Merry right. Christmas. We got a new brand of money changers. You call them the Goldman Sachs gang, the Merrill Lynch Mob, you know, one after another. This is a criminal operation. It's against what the Constitution is. It, it, it clearly states that Congress only has the right. And they've turned it over. A low-life piece of crazy garbage that the Democrats still hail Woodrow Mayhew, rotten hell Wilson, who yeah. brought us to World War One that we should have never gotten into, that just went on to destroy Europe even more and kill so many of our soldiers. And he gave us the Federal Reserve, a Princeton boy, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs and banks. The story hasn't changed.
1: That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, as you pointed out, uh, you know, Jesus uh, took whips to the money changers. We had President Trump give them a tongue lashing this last week. And then immediately you had his Treasury Secretary, Steve Mnuchin, come in and say, oh, no, he can't fire the Fed. You know, President Trump is saying this is absolutely crazy. Earlier in the week, I had uh, read some articles from people saying if they raise interest rates again, it is malpractice and they all ought to be fired. And then President they did it. And then President Trump said, I think this guy ought to be fired. They all ought to go. But, that I mean, you could certainly start with that. And certainly he has the authority to uh, to to fire him based on the Federal Reserve Act. I mean, it's for cause. You don't have to have misconduct in terms of creating a, a, a criminal act. It's just the fact of what they've done to... Uh, sabotage this economy. That's supposed to be their mission to uh, make our economy grow. And yet it's the Fed, Gerald, when we've got the president of China bragging about how they've been allowed to have 10% a year growth for the last 40 years, the Fed will burn down our economy if we get above 2 or 3% inter- uh, growth rate.
14: Again, they're making up this 2%. We heard that from Paul Volcker, who was the mm-hmm. former Fed chair uh, under the Reagan administration. They just made up this number. They they make up everything. So there's no basis for it. But again, we have to look at the reality. We would not be in this problem if the natural fundamental economics would have taken place after the crash, rather than bailing out the too big to fails, the big corporations, and artificially boosting the stock markets. Because here's the deal. The reason why consumers, and by the way, we just saw high retail spending, six year high uh, coming out of the real t- retail sector for Christmas this year, is that the money is that they're not the average person isn't concerned about the stock market because 10 percent of our population owns 90 percent of the stocks on average of about three hundred and fifty billion dollars a million dollars, excuse me, $350 million per percent of that 90%. So each household that has it in that 10%, that owes the 90. The rest of the 10% that's left by the entire country, the average is only Mm $15,000. And that includes mm -hmm. pension programs. So the average person isn't concerned about the equity markets because, again, this is a fact, Ninety. Five percent of the jobs that were created since the Obama administration brought all this in are temporary jobs, what they proudly call a gig economy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, General Motors is uh, as they shut down factories here in America, they're opening up more factories in Mexico because they can pay the workers there one tenth of what they pay the workers here. They pay them three dollars an hour instead of thirty dollars an hour. Uh, and what you're talking about in terms of stock market, I mean, that's just another metric that shows that the the concentration of wealth in the hands of a few individuals. But it is going to blow back. We we'll want to talk to you when we come back about what you see coming in the new year, uh, what the big trend is going to be, what's going to happen economically. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, geopolitics as well. But I want to get your economic uh, projections coming across because you've been right. This is really about interest rates. And they've uh, signaled their intention to continue to raise interest rates
4: Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com.
7: InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable
8: tablets. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, they can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else, like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the US, Infowars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com that are truly independent. And of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. Our grandparents, the great-grandparents knew that they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. They've got special diet foods. They've got three month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you've got a three year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. Infowarstore.com and InfoWars Select, high quality herbal foods powered by my Patriot Supply. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. We're talking to Gerald Salenti, again. you can find him at trendsresearch.com. It's where you can subscribe to Trends Journal, uh, the excellent publication that uh, Gerald puts out. You can find him on Twitter at Gerald Salenti. Gerald, let's talk a little bit about what's coming up, because uh, we've seen that you've correctly pointed out that the real indicator, they keep talking about the tariffs because they like to blame Trump, and they say, well, you know, he's trying to equalize things in tariffs between uh, the U.S. and China. That can't be allowed. Uh, you know, they could lower theirs from 25 to 2.5%. Uh, they said, no, we'll only go down to 15%. So Trump said, fine, I'll take mine up to 25 And they go, trade war, this is crazy. It's going to melt down the economy. As you pointed out, it isn't going to make any difference, but the interest rates will. And the Fed began raising interest rates right after President Trump was elected that December, after he was elected in November, they raised interest rates and they've been raising them a quarter of a percent every single quarter. Uh, we've seen this pattern before in the Greenspan, create a bubble, burst the bubble with consistent interest rates. And they've indicated that they're going to continue to do this. Uh, What do you see happening then in this uh, next year, assuming that President Trump is, and and I think, I want to get your comments on the Fed as well, Uh, you know, trying to have this fight to fire uh, Powell, clearly I think that's within his prerogative to do that. But I think the real problem is the Federal Reserve as an institution, putting somebody else in that chair isn't really going to do anything. You really ought to come after that institution by auditing them. And I think there would be a massive move in the American public if they saw what these people are doing after a a audit of the fed to get rid of them entirely. But, uh, your comments, first of all, on the interest rates, and we'll talk about the fed in general.
14: Well, the fed and the interest rates, I mean, they, they taken on since the panic of Oh eight, they had a deficit of what, about 800 billion. Now it's what 4.5 trillion in Mm -hmm. fake money and bonds that they brought up to juice the economy. And you, we were talking about General Motors and we took a break. Remember, Obama gave General Motors all that money, our yeah. money, to yeah. bail out a company that's failing. And as you point out, now they're sending the jobs overseas. And again, people say it's a breakdown of capitalism and they blame socialism. It's not. It's fascism. It's the merger of state and corporate powers by definition. There's right. no such thing as too big to fail in capitalism. So mm-hmm. they've sold us out. And again, you know, we, we have to look at the, the ramifications of what's going on globally. So let's take a trip to Europe. Last year, they were bragging about how the European economy was going to zoom ahead. And now we're looking at countries like Germany, which is what, the third largest exporter of product in the world. They're looking at maybe a 1% GDP raise next year. You And this is despite negative interest rates. And yeah. the... The ECB, the European Central Bank, may not raise interest rates until the summer of next year. Then we take a look at Japan. Negative interest rates. The Bank of Japan is holding on to $5 trillion worth of debt. That's bigger than Japan's GDP. And negative interest rates, Twenty-year, 10-year uh, negative bond yields. So in other words, you buy a bond, 10 years when you cash it in, you get less money than you paid for it. But nobody's buying them. The government's buying them to artificially mm-hmm. up the, the. Then we take a trip to China, and it's the same thing. China has a debt to GDP ratio of about almost three hundred. A, a, a good in the nineteen seventies, America's debt to GDP was around twenty five percent. Now it's around eighty. So China's way off the charts. Their economy's slowing down. Retail sales just had the worst. In 15 years, auto sales are the biggest plummet since the 1990s. It has nothing to do with trade wars. It has to do with people not having money.
1: That's so, right. They weren't buying American cars. The, the American cars didn't get more expensive for them. And, and they weren't uh, – actually, that's one thing they didn't really sell much of in the U.S. is uh, Chinese cars, for example.
14: Yeah, but again, look at the deal. Again, it, the United States and Europe sold out our country. That's you right. want to get your cars made over here in China? Great. Bring over all your manufacturing because we don't know how to do it. But here's the deal. You got to go in partnership with one of our buddies over here in a state uh, enterprise operation, an SEO. And we'll call it a phony name. We'll make it up like a company. Oh, and by the way, you only could be a minority owner in it. They did this with every industry. You go yeah. back to the day when Apple used to... I know this is going to come as a shock. They used to make their computers over here. You know, I mean, that's wild. Whoa. But we're going to get rid of those dirty jobs. Now we lost 3.5 million of them to China. Going back to the global economy, the only thing that will keep this artificial economy going is cheap money. They didn't let it happen when the markets crashed. They should not have artificially boosted it. It should have fell, but instead they made the too big to fails bigger. The merger and acquisition activity almost at a record rate this year until December happened. Stock buybacks, that's where the Trump money went. The facts are there. Almost a trillion dollars worth of stock buybacks. It didn't go into capital improvements. Very small percentage of it. So the only way I see this economy... Gaining any real permanent strength is what I call a self-sustaining economy. Why are we buying our shoes, our shirts, our socks and 96% of everything that we wear from foreign countries when we used to have the mills over here, the people working them? I'm a kid when I grew up in a city, you know, the garment district in New York. The guys would be pushing these things, you know, up and down the streets, racks full of clothes. People had living wages. So it goes back to the housing decline. People can't afford to buy them. And you're talking about the people living in cars. Look what they did in New York over here. Our low-life governor gave the richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos, a $3 billion tax break to build, you know, Amazon because he could be near Wall Street and the other ones near the Pentagon. You know, so That's right. You know, well, you know, uh,
1: you know, when we go back and we look at at history, uh, Gerald. You know, looking back at the early days of America, you had Thomas Jefferson saying, "We got rid of all internal taxation. They funded a constitutionally sized government strictly on tariffs." He said, "What farmer? What labor? What mechanic? No tax man. Nobody knows a tax man because we got rid of useless things that were being done uh, uh, and uh, downsized the government to fit inside the Constitution." But it wasn't until the uh, early twentieth century, around 1913, that we got the Federal Reserve, we got the income tax, and all these bankers who gave us all that stuff said, "Oh, tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to have our, we're going to restructure the tax system so that instead of saying nobody in America knows a tax man." Instead of making America a tax-free zone, we're going to tax Americans internally, but we won't tax people who bring, sell stuff into our economy. They completely flipped the script at that point, and they keep telling us that's a good thing for us, but it's not a good thing for us. That has eviscerated America's wealth. It, is, it has moved our wealth to other countries, to China and elsewhere. Uh, that, I think, is really the thing that needs to be undone. We need to go back, and, uh, go back to our roots and put America first and let Americans, as you point out, uh, be free to produce inside America without having that kind of taxation.
14: Look at how the liberals love to talk about buy local. Oh, it's wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. How about
14: buy national?
1: Yeah, you know exactly. Again, the oh, that's a that's a crime. that's fascist right they say and exactly the opposite what you point out the real fascism is what we got let's talk a little bit we have just got a couple minutes left let's talk a little bit about some of the other things let's talk about gold for example i just saw this article about the russian central bank buying a record amount of gold this year uh, after having a record uh, amount of gold that they were buying last year the interesting thing they said that they're doing is that their uh, bank will make loans to their mining companies so they're actually buying up and storing the gold that they're mining inside of russia but they're uh, pulling in so much gold that they can't source it enough of it in 2018, which I think is what's behind them trying to move into Venezuela and doing the same thing. there, trying to expand into uh, gold mines in Venezuela. They're very bullish on gold. How do you feel about gold?
14: Well, again, you know, I've been saying on your show for the better part of a year that we had forecast the bottom of gold being at $1,200 an ounce simply because that's about what it costs to pull out of the ground. It hit 1185, we were $15 off. And now as we're speaking, it's above 1270. Our forecast has not changed over the last five years. Gold has to hit $1,450 an ounce before it breaks into a spike, which we believe will go into the 2000s. Mm. The whole world is artificially pumped up and Russia's doing the smart thing by buying more gold as many countries are because again, it goes back to these artificial, this this digital money backed by nothing and printed on nothing. Mm-hmm. So gold is the ultimate safe haven as we see it.
1: Yeah. And of course you're pointing out, you know, you've got all these different uh, countries, China, uh, Japan, all these countries, uh, uh, awash in debt. I think that France is probably the best example of this. They were saying, Oh, look at Italy. We got to attack Italy because they're populous and so forth. And yet, this, uh, French, uh, the, the, uh, the French that are being run by this former Rothschild banker are now in worse economic shape than Italy. And the people there are angry. The people in Italy are happy with their government. The people in France are not happy with what's happening. I think that's maybe the harbinger for what's coming next year. We're out of time, though. Thank you for joining us, Gerald Salenti. Again, you can find him at trendsresearch.com. Great publication, Trends Journal. You can also find Gerald on Twitter at Gerald Salenti. The it.
8: globalists
1: are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law.
8: If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media, they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, they can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on, they can be targeted. There's only two. Groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com, because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWareStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show.